back to another episode of the Rap and Wrestle podcast. You guys know me. My name is Derek. You can follow Rap and Wrestle on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Rap and Wrestle. Also, make sure you subscribe on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. Uh, today, got a very special guest with me, the man DJ Danny Ocean. What's good with you, bro? How you doing, hey, man? What's going on, Derek, man? I appreciate you having me on, brother. Yeah, of course, man. Of course, you know... Uh, this is what we do here on uh, Rap and Wrestle, connecting the worlds of, you know, hip-hop and, and wrestling. And, oh, yeah. Uh, you're a big oh, advocate yeah. of that. So I know, I know that for sure. Hey, yes, so sir. We wanted, to, <laughs> we wanted to get you on. So, um, you know, for the fans uh, who don't know who uh, DJ Danny Ocean is, just tell them who you are and, like, you know, what you do. All right. I am uh, self-appointed Carolina's favorite fat boy, DJ Danny Ocean, man. I'm from the east side of North Carolina. Um I've been DJing pretty much my entire life since I was 14 years old, man, and I'm I'm 38 now, so it's I've, I've got years in it, you know. what I'm saying running up and yeah. down the highway with my pops. Uh, shout out DJ Danny B, man, it's my dad. He got me into nice. it at a young age. He was doing it since he was uh, like 20 years old, and he's still going. Pandemic slowed him down a bit, but he's he's 66 now, and he's still going, yeah. still hitting the road. You know what I'm saying? But uh, um, oh, that's dope. But yeah, so I, like I said, I DJ, um, I host events, I do concerts and whatnot out my area. Um, some people know me from DJing for uh, Battle Rap, Smack, URL, and whatnot. Uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much me, man. I'm a DJ, I'm a gamer, I'm a dad, I'm a husband. That's that's what I am. Definitely, I, I like that. It's good things to be. Um, mm -hmm. You know what? What made you, uh, you know, want to get into DJing? Like, like what was it? I got. I got some friends that do it and, you know, they got their mm -hmm. different reasons that they want to do it. Uh, but for you personally, what was it that uh, made you want to get into it? Like I said, I was literally born into it, man. Um, my dad was doing it before I was born and, and well after. So it's like, literally, I'm not even exaggerating when I say five, six years old, I was in the clubs, you know, around music all the time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. um, seeing my dad connect with the people just by playing music, it was dope to me. Um, I said a lot of DJs obviously get into it for money, women, shit like that. Pardon my language, I curse a lot, but uh, a lot no, of people, no way, okay, cool. Um, uh, yeah, a lot of people get into it for money and, and women and, and popularity and stuff like that. But it was like me, I like going into a club, and, and what I'm doing is making these people smile and have fun, you know what I'm saying? I like that vibe, yeah. I like that type of stuff. I've done a lot of shows just for the love, just because I like doing it, like you know what I'm saying? That's, that's legit. That's my favorite thing about DJing for sure. That's why I got into it. Nice, nice. Uh, and at the same time, so how did, how did the love for uh, wrestling start? Was it connections with your father as well? Or was it like a totally different path? Oh, no. Nah. My, my mom and pops don't watch wrestling whatsoever. Well, my grandma, oh, nah. my grandparents. <laughs> Yo, grandparents. Every Saturday yeah, morning. Yeah. Every Saturday morning. I never forget. I used Because my mom and pops and my grandparents literally stay right beside each other. They were neighbors. So every Saturday morning, I would go over to my grandma's house and we would watch uh was this main event i think it was on saturday mornings used to come on yeah but yeah. yeah every saturday i was there with her watching and then my brother got into it shout out my brother dj bird uh he got into it he used to get the pay-per-views and whatnot so he used to go to his house and watch those you know what i'm saying and i do, i remember the first thing i, I just remember the, the most vivid wrestling memory in my mind was when undertaker debuted and that was yeah. like mind blowing for me i'm like yo this dead guy is fighting people right now <laughs> like in my mind this was real i'm like yo this guy's dead and he's killing people and putting them in body bags this is interesting yeah. this is good tv <laughs> yeah man no uh, you know the funny thing with uh with the undertaker they always show when he first debuted and it's like kids in the front row crying because they're yeah. like who is this dude man? oh yeah so, i remember that still... vividly man every bit of it i swear and it's still, it's like, what, 30 years later? And it's like, you could tell me anything you want about wrestling, but you cannot tell me that The Undertaker is not real. Exactly. Like, That's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> Let me tell you, um, um, I went to, um, my wife actually bought me tickets to WrestleMania 34. I think the 34 is the last one that was in New Orleans, right? Yeah, yep. What, Undertaker was seen sitting 30, in the crowd? 35 yeah, was yeah, New yeah. York. I think 30, that's okay, 34. Yeah. Um, yep. Cena was sitting in the crowd drinking beers and whatnot. That was when he fought Undertaker and whatnot that night. And I remember, I never forget when that bell tolled and lights went out. 
I lost my mind, bro. <laughs> oh, that was that was like yeah. my first time seeing that version. Of, I saw the uh, you know American Badass on the motorcycle and all that, but seeing that Dead right. Man Undertaker live, that was a feeling, bro. It's at WrestleMania at that. That was a feeling. That was a, that was a moment Dude. for me. Yeah, it's it's crazy, man. You know, I, I've been to a, a lot of WrestleMania, not a lot of a lot of wrestling events, and I've been mm. to WrestleMania here in New Jersey as well. Nice. But um, nothing compares to like an Undertaker entrance, man. Nothing. It's just nothing at it's all. off the charts. It's, mm-hmm. it's crazy, man. It's definitely one of the most iconic uh, entrances of all. Um, but now we just had uh, on Sunday, we just had uh, the Royal Rumble. You know, everybody's still buzzing about, oh, yeah. you know, all the things that happened in that. Um, great event. Great event. Great event. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. you know, it's so it's so funny for me because with WWE, I feel like TLC was the last good pay-per-view that they did. And I, I can't okay, remember yeah, the last yeah. pay-per-view. I can't remember the last pay-per-view they did after that because I was just like, what's going on? I think maybe Royal Rumble <laughs> is the next one. But as oh, soon as they, they went back into the Rawls, I was just like, like, oh man, what is going on? Yeah, and they killed it with this one, so I'm happy they uh they did it with this. Um, you got a chance to watch. Let, let's start with uh like let's talk about the the title matches. What you thought about uh Goldberg coming coming back and you know again and uh taking on Drew? What, what was your mm-hmm. thoughts on that match? Not a fan. Not a fan. Nah, not a fan. You know, and and um Ali said it on on Raw Talk one episode when he was talking about how. It's guys in the back not getting shots because they keep bringing back old people like they did Legends Night and whatnot. And I, yeah. I 110% agree with that. There's no reason that Goldberg should be back in a title match in 2001 or 2021. In 2001, yeah. yes. <laughs> I'm okay with yeah. it in 2001, but 21, <laughs> no, I'm good on that. We don't need Goldberg right now. It'd be okay if he came back for some type of gimmicky match with somebody to put somebody over or something, but mm-hmm. he's not needed for this anymore, period. It's, that's, that's what it yeah. is. Yeah. I was honestly that was like a you know I'm I'm chilling on my phone when they're listening in the background break. I didn't pay much attention to that match. <laughs> that wasn't the one for me. I wasn't looking forward to that one. Yeah. Nah, yeah. Um I don't know. It was, was kind of like a it's just a weird, pointless match. And it seems like Goldberg, he he to get title matches, all you gotta do is just walk out and just tell you you're next. And exactly. He just says shots at whoever and he wants. So honestly, you know, after it was, was kind of crazy. My bad. I say after the whole thing with the fiend that ruined Goldberg for Uh me, and I was like, I can't. Do not bring him back after potentially ruining this great character we got right now. And you're gonna bring Goldberg back Mm -hmm. to squash him? Come on, man. That that was that was unnecessary. Yeah, that was that was pretty wild. So, and then that's my point too. You look at things like that. It's like you had Goldberg squash the fiend, but he can't beat Drew McIntyre. That doesn't make sense to me. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) It's like, what are you doing right now? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, but I I will tell you this. It it was one of Goldberg's most watchable matches as of late. I agree with that. I I think you you could bear with that. He didn't make no mistakes or anything. Nothing crazy. Yeah. Because his last year. At least he he got through the match. (laughs) Yeah. And then, um, you know, the other guys with the uh, Roman and KO. They they were doing that last man standing match. That match was like off the charts, man. It was pretty uh pretty brutal. A lot of crazy stuff, jumping off the stuff. Uh, that was incredible. That? that was incredible. That yeah. match was like one of those edge of my seat. What's gonna happen next matches? Um, KO is by far one of my favorite performers right now. Anyway, for for the last few years because he's hilarious. Yeah. He, he's yeah. he's he's low key an asshole, but he's like the likable asshole. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um, yeah. and then Roman. Just that character alone right now, this heel Roman, is like uh-huh. the greatest thing on TV to me right now. From from the moment of him going against Jay and ter- making Jay join him against his will and, and, and whatnot, uh-huh. best thing on TV to me. And him and KO's fuse, I felt like it was ran, it ran its course. So I wasn't expecting much from this match, but it yeah. ended up being great. So yeah. I, I was definitely happy about that. A lot of high spots, a lot of that, that golf cart joint, which... Kenny Omega been wilding on Twitter about saying, you know, we know they stole it. It's all good. It was it was a good good spot though. But um, yeah, that match was wrestling great. is man. They, they all steal from each other, for sure. <laughs> for sure. But uh, that that was that was a pretty crazy match. Uh, I I definitely enjoyed that one as well. I mean, we all knew Roman was going to win, uh, sure. but I guess you know the last man standing part of it was supposed to give us a. Right the thought that he could, you know, possibly understand. I don't know. But, uh, you know, we'll go to – I'll save the best for last, and we'll talk about the men's Royal Rumble now. 
Um, and we saw Edge come back, and we saw Edge uh, win the the Men's Royal Rumble. Now I've seen a lot of mixed emotions on this. Uh, Man. Some people for it, some people against it. What do you what do you think about it? You know, that's another situation. I feel like of old guys coming back and taking new guys' spots. Now, I mean, uh, I, I felt like this would have been a good year for somebody like Keith Lee to win it. You know, but I mean, I know uh, Mia Yim apparently got COVID and they, you know, they're together or whatever. So maybe that's why he had to sit out of the rumble. But uh, yeah, yeah, because there could be no other reason they wouldn't have the, like the best big man in the, in the game right now, not in a Royal Rumble. Yeah, facts. especially the big moments he created last year's Royal Rumble, like Brock Lesnar and whatnot. That was that was big mm-hmm. for him and for him not to be mm-hmm. in this one was, was kind of disappointing. But yeah, with Edge coming back again, it's a situation where it's not needed. I would yeah. honestly. I'd have rather seen John Cena come back and get mm-hmm. that WrestleMania title shot and then beat Flair's record at WrestleMania. That's what I'd have rather seen. That but um, been dope. it would have been purpose to it. It'd have been something behind it, which made sense. Exactly. But I was hoping Daniel Bryan won, to be honest with you, because they kept building it like uh, you know, it's the only thing he hasn't done yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Win the rumble. So I was like, maybe it could be all right. And him versus Roman could be dope at Mania too, if they build it, you know, build it up the right way. Yeah, I, I felt like um, I, that, those were my pick. I, actually, I picked Daniel Bryan or Edge to win. I felt like if they had him, Edge come back. I felt like he he was going to win. I I've, if if Randy Orton wasn't tied up in the Fiend stuff, I would have thought that all right, he's coming back because he wants to fight Randy at WrestleMania mm-hmm. or whatever. They're going to close that out. Um, but that didn't happen. But the thing with with this now is like Edge won, but now. Mm-hmm. Who do you have Edge face? Like, what what do you think makes more and, sense? Would it be more sense Roman or more sense Drew McIntyre? And honestly, with that too, that's another thing. It doesn't make sense for Edge to fight either one of these people right now. Like, true, no sense. True. But I feel like, I mean, we still got Elimination Chamber before uh, Mania. I guess that's what they're doing this year. But somebody could, the title could change hands between now and WrestleMania. So. True maybe somebody else will get it it makes more sense for edge to to, to wrestle him but if i had to choose which one i'd like to see him fight it would probably be roman because i'm not a fan of drew's title ring to be honest with you it's just yeah. kind of meh meh you know <laughs> the thing i the thing with drew i feel like they're um i feel like they're 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 kind of giving him they're trying to stack up like like oh he beat these guys so they gave him Brock, they gave him Goldberg mm-hmm. to add to his list of people he beat. Randy Orton was in there, he beat him a mm-hmm. hundred times. So now it's like, I, I don't know. I feel like it could be Edge and it'd be like, oh, he beat Edge. And it's kind of like, oh, Edge is putting him over type thing. You know what I mean? And so, I, but I would it, rather see Edge it, and Roman though. It makes me feel like we're getting Roman Reigns 2.0. It's like you're force feeding us Drew McIntyre right now and making him like he's unstoppable. We don't need it. Like we know it's, it's Drew McIntyre. He's part of three man band. Treat Jinder Mahal that same way. Make Jinder Mahal unstoppable. Bring Heath back, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Let Heath come back and win that Facts. championship and be unstoppable. <laughs> Facts. That's another dude, man. You see, he, he, uh, that dude got type brolic, man. Yeah, bro. <laughs> he's swelling up, bro, impact. for real. <laughs> it's like everybody leave WWE and they just get muscles all of a sudden. It's Thanks. crazy. They come back and win the championship. <laughs> they come back and win the championship. Um, all right, so we, women's uh, Royal Rumble, uh, you know, great moment. Uh, you know, way to start off Black History Month. Everybody's yeah. saying that seems to be a catchphrase around it. Uh, Bianca Belair winning the uh, women's Royal Rumble. Yeah. Uh, how you feel about that? I know that I was, was incredible. Stat, man. What about you? That was incredible, man. Like, I, I literally lost my mind in here sitting on the couch watching. Because right before the Rumble, I actually watched her Chronicle. And, like, yeah. the, the Chronicle, you, you know, she's letting in, into her life and let you know, like, she went through a lot as far as depression and suicide attempts and, and stuff like that. And uh-huh. to, to end up main event in WrestleMania, you know, that's yeah. something she's been working towards and she's actually achieving it is it, dope. It's super dope. It, it gave me the vibes of, like, not necessarily the exact same vibes, but gave me the vibes when Kofi won the title at uh at WrestleMania. You know, True. it's it's big for black people. It, it, it's dope. Little black girl can turn on TV and see this and be like, I can do that one day. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I, I love that. I appreciate that. Yeah, definitely. This seems to be this the year of the the black women for sure. Thanks. So uh, that's just happy another, to, uh, big... happy to see Naomi come back too. That Thanks. was yeah, that was yeah. dope. I was happy to see that. Um. It was super dope that it came down to Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley too. 
Yeah. I was happy to see that too, because that's two new faces. So we weren't getting the same people at WrestleMania regardless because of those those, you know, final two. Yeah. When they eliminated I, Charlotte, I cheered. I like Charlotte, but I cheered because <laughs> I didn't want to see Yeah, her. I like Charlotte too. I like Charlotte too. A lot of hate on Charlotte, but I I, I mess oh, with yeah. her. But um, yeah, I I kind of like uh you know kind of like the three that it came down to that it came mm-hmm. down to Charlotte, Rhea, and Bianca, and, and you mm-hmm. know it was kind of like Bianca like you know you two had it last year, so it's kind of like I'm breaking through now. And I'm eliminating y'all too, and now it's my year. So I thought that was dope too. Super dope, super dope. And if you can see that Vince already sees dollars in Bianca Belair anyway, because they're branding that EST. Of, she puts the EST in WrestleMania thing. I can already see the T-shirts. I see, I see it all. It's coming. I yeah, know it's coming. no, definitely. You, you know, crazy thing. Uh, you know, kind of what slipped my mind when we were talking about the Men's Royal Rumble and mm-hmm. Keith Lee. You know, I, I love Keith Lee. I think he's great. I feel like Vince don't believe in him though. Like he don't think how to like, be what it is. Cause I, I mean, think that's could, what it is. He was incredible at NXT. Like every single thing he did, mm-hmm. even when, you know, he filled in the, the space for the uh, Survivor Series 2019 when NXT was part of it and whatnot. Um, uh-huh. Moment, like I said, they call him a moment maker. It's true. He makes moments literally every event he's at, every big event, every takeover, every at the Royal Rumble, at uh, Survivor Series, he makes moments. Yep. He, he's a star certified and i don't like the fact that yeah he comes to the main roster and vince is like benching him <laughs> it is it's, it's yeah crazy he's like me. he's he's killing him he like he's putting him in these weird uh you know situations uh got him putting on t-shirts and all yeah. this other bullshit it's like bro just let the man be it's like, <laughs> let him do his thing let him shirt do, on let him keep doing what got him there in the first place that's, like, that's like what's wrong true. with that don't start changing stuff man it's like come on bro <laughs> So that I mean, it is what it is. But mm-hmm. um, you know, something uh that I'm also interested in that I saw you do um, that you have uh, Make Waves Entertainment. Um, yeah, Kind of tell yes, tell us what's that about and like you know what you're doing. I know you did relaunching this year. Um, mm-hmm. You know what's the brand about and what are you doing with that? So Make Waves Entertainment, something I started in 2012. Um, I'm from a small town, New Bern, North Carolina. Is Every time I tell somebody, y'all say I'm from New Bern, they're like, where is that? And I'm like, it's near Fayetteville. It's two hours from Fayetteville or an hour from Greenville. I got to give them the nearest city, the major city next to them. But, um, and my goal was like, you know what? We don't get concerts out here. We don't get shows. The artists from out here don't get any type of promotion. I want to do something to help push these artists to everywhere else. Because I was already known from DJing and whatnot. Like I was DJing since I was 14. I've been up and down you know, North and South Carolina, Virginia, whatnot, doing shows like that. And I'm like, let me help other people build their brands from my way so they can get the type of recognition that I get of everywhere else. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, I'm the sure. type of person where I, I move off love. Like I, if I see somebody needs help and they're, they're trying to reach a goal, but can't quite get it and I can do something to help them, then I'll do it. No questions yeah. asked. I don't, I'm not going to charge you. I'm not going to do none of that. We, I want to see you win. And I hope you want to see me win. That's, that's the type of person I am. Yeah, right. Um, But yeah, so I reached out to a few people from my area that I saw doing music, but couldn't quite get over the hump and couldn't quite, you know, get elsewhere outside the city. So I was like, boom, come with me. We're going to do this real quick. Um, I started doing concerts and bringing major artists to, to my city. Um, uh, who did we bring that man we brought so many people down it's it's a list <laughs> it's, it's a long yeah. list we've done shows with little bootsy we've done shows with plies young dro ot genesis um a lot little scrappy like and built uh, built relationships with these people so like they've never heard of newburn in their lives but when they come down here they go back saying yo newburn was lit <laughs> you know what i'm saying uh, yeah facts, so, facts. And that was my goal but Honestly, I just started kind of losing passion for what I was doing. A few people turned their backs on me. I started losing money in certain situations. And I was like, you know what? I need to take a step back and reevaluate what the hell I'm doing. And um, True. I started kind of just evaluating everything and watching how other people move and how, how the music business is changing and whatnot. And the promotion game is changing. So I took, took a couple of years off, got refocused, got my passion back. And it's like, mm-hmm. 2021 let's get it let's do it it's the year um right now i'm, yeah, I'm down to i'm focusing on two main artists um my artist super Chuli and my artist jules nwa um 
both from around my hometown, which right now Jules lives out in the Raleigh-Durham area. And um, Super, he lives out here in our area still. But And my brother, DJ Bird, he's a producer. He makes beats and whatnot. But um, right now, we're just focusing, focusing on them two and pushing them to the moon and helping them get out there. That's that's my goal right now. And of course, again, he's still back to doing concerts and shows and whatnot. Um, first one coming in March. I can't talk about it yet because the contracts ain't signed, but March, we got something going on for sure. Perfect, perfect. Now nah, that that's dope, man. I, I I like that too. Um, you know, that's kind of how I uh I got into this is mm-hmm. you know, when I first started, I used to uh out in Jersey, I went to uh, Rutgers University. Um oh. and I, I used to do a, a radio there with uh, you know, one of my colleagues. And our show was kind of like, you know, getting talent in, you know, New Jersey area that wouldn't probably get a break, wouldn't probably mm-hmm. be on the radio or, or interviews or anything right. like that. So, you know, I definitely respect, I definitely respect that. And, you know, I, I kind of kept it going with this and led it into wrestling and trying oh, to yeah. get wrestlers on that probably won't get shine and rappers and artists. Yeah. So I, I kind of did that. So I definitely, I respect that for sure from you, man. Definitely. And that's my thing. Like I, I started this whole thing last year. Well, last year I got in my mind, I want to relaunch. I just had to figure out how, yeah. um, 2020, I, you know, COVID made us sit our asses down for a little while and, and, and reevaluate some nice. things. And, you know, when we took that break, I was like, because I work for, I, I'm not going to say the company name, but I work for a, a retailer, a popular retailer or whatever. But I was like, I don't want to work for these people for too much longer. I done gave them a little, little over 10 years in my life. I want to work for myself. I'm tired of answering other people. I want people to come have to answer to me. True. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? True. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, and it's like, you know, what am I going to do? So I, I, I started jumping in many lanes with the battle rap blogging. Uh, shout out Debo and Cola and Reese Bars and Brunch. Um, I stream now. I'm a game, I, game, uh, game streaming and all that good stuff. Produce a couple podcasts with my bros. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I say, I just started trying to create other avenues, you know what I'm saying? Along yeah. with what everything else that I got going on. But yeah. Yeah, so. no, I feel you on that. Mm-hmm. I feel you. And um, you know, you talk about the uh the battle rap. Um, you know, how how did you like like what piqued your interest when you know with battle rap and how did you get involved in it? And oh man, the whole, you, you talked about <laughs> bars and brunch too as well. Uh-huh. How, how did the bars and brunch thing start as well? You know, it's crazy because I want to say like it was some type of I hustled my way to get here and all that stuff, but it was a freak <laughs> accident. How I how I got involved with URL, bro. <laughs> It was completely random. Mm-hmm. Um, so my brother, again, DJ Bird, we hang out all the time. That's you hear me mention him a lot when I'm when we do stuff, but he's the one that got me back into battle. I used to watch here and there, you know, Verb versus Hitman and of course Lux versus Cal, the, the big ones. I used to watch the big yeah. events, but my brother's like into battle rap, like into into battle rap. And he was like, yo, they got this event in Atlanta, uh resolution coming up, goods battling Cassidy. And I was like, Man, I really don't want to see Cassidy battle rap, but if you want some company, I'll come along. <laughs> so we yeah. get down to Atlanta. Um, for one, uh, at the spot it was at Mansion Elon in Atlanta. The line went from the front of the building down the street and around the corner. And I'm like, bro, oh, wow, <laughs> this is insane. I said, we bought tickets online already. We got to wait in this line. So we walked. We stood in line for like an hour, first and foremost. Then we walked up front just to see if there was a skip line for people that had tickets already. I see uh-huh. my sister's ex-husband at the front. And oh, this wow. is random. Like, he's from North Carolina. Like, what is he doing down here? Is he part of the show? Is he, he's up there, the one scanning tickets and whatnot. And I was like, why is he scanning tickets? Does he work for the club or what's going on? <laughs> Come to find out, I don't know if you heard of P from URL, mm-hmm. but P yeah, like, yeah. Yep. runs damn near everything behind the scenes of URL. Oh, wow. And he's like, yo, I didn't know y'all here. Come on in. Y'all didn't need tickets. Gave us VIP band stage passes and all this and that. So this is my first oh, battle shit. rap event. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, this is wild. <laughs> what, what? I'm glad I came. Yeah. So we hanging out on stage. I don't know Tay Rock from nobody else for other than seeing him on YouTube. He walks up to me, dap me up like, yo, what's good, bro? I'm like, hey, Tay Rock. <laughs> It was weird yeah. to me because I'm like, yeah, I see these people on TV and YouTube and all that all the time, but they, they're acting like family right now. And this is dope. So Man. fast forward, we get through the event. Um, 
in the night, I'm talking to P like, yo, I didn't know you was doing all this. I didn't know you had nothing to do with, with URL and all that. He introduces me to Smack. It's like, Smack, this is my family back from North Carolina, yada, yada, yada. And I was like, yo, if y'all need a DJ, if Don DeMarco retire anytime soon, <laughs> I'm around. Just holler at yeah. Yeah. I get a call three days later. P's like, yo, we got this band Legacy 2 event in Virginia. Can you make it? So you damn right I can make it. <laughs> yeah, facts. <laughs> so I randomly run into P at Resolution. He calls me two days later, like, yo, pull up to, you know, DJ the whole weekend for us. We got everything taken care of for you. It's lit. So yeah, I did Band Legacy 2, Band Legacy 3 weekend. I did Royalty for Debo. That's where me and Debo ran into each other at. Um, sure. I did Royalty in Atlanta for uh, the first, not Royalty, Resolution, not uh, Genesis, the first event for caffeine. I did that event. That's where yeah. I met all the caffeine staff and all that out there. And um, yeah, that's, 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 crazy. that's how I got involved. Complete randomness is how I got involved with battle rap. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's crazy, man. Um, you know, uh, but and then how, how did you partner up and how did you guys get the, uh, the bars and brunch thing going with you, RX and um, Debo? How, how did that start? So uh, pandemic hit. And and they had to cancel a bunch of the battle rap events. So I was hurt because I was like, yo, I'm just now getting my groove in. We traveling with caffeine and Drake co-signed this. I need all these events. What's going on? Yeah. And they were like, we had to cancel all these and no more in-person events. They was doing the quarantine battles at the time, like on camera, webcam, yeah. like we're doing. Yep. Yep. Um, Debo hit me. He was like, yo, I know we can't do no more events and stuff at the moment and have crowds and all that, but um, I want to work on a radio show. And I need you to DJ. Balls and Brunch started off something completely different than what, what it ended up being. Um, yeah, he's like, I wanna uh <clears throat> want you to DJ for me, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, whatever for the show. And we're gonna have a female guest host, and I got my boy Cola. He introduced me to Cola and whatnot, and I'm like, yo, this dude is wild. <laughs> Cola's a wild boy, but uh we started out with a different female co-host. Some things didn't work out with her a whole lot. Debo literally called Reese or FaceTime Reese with all of us on the, on the FaceTime with him. It was like, hey, um, you want to do a show with us? She's like, yeah, of course, Debo, I got you. <laughs> that was That's how Reese yeah. got on. But And it just clicked from there. It was a bunch of trial and error. We finally got it working how we wanted to do it. It originally was supposed to be me DJing live through the show and whatnot, too, but it ended up turning into more of pre-recorded you know, episodes instead of uh, live episodes yeah. and whatnot. But um. But yeah, like I said, this is dope. Debo, like I said, he ran into me at Royalty. He like how I did my thing out there and whatnot. And he was like, they, they was rocking with you. You know, I want to work with you some more. And he mentioned it at Royalty, but we never, you know, linked up or nothing. But then I seen him at uh, Genesis in Georgia. And he remembered me. We was talking. We were chopping it up. And it went from there, pretty much. When the world shut down, you know, the ideas start coming. And Debo said he want to do a radio show. I'm all in. Just yeah. let me know. Because I wanted to keep my... In the, in the URL family and whatnot, too. Because I didn't want to, since they wasn't doing live events and I couldn't come DJ and whatnot anymore, I still wanted to be part mm -hmm. of that because I enjoy that vibe in the building and whatnot anyway. So that's why I was like, yeah, hell yeah, let's do it. Bars and brunch. Yeah, that's dope, man. It's, it's, it's cool that, you know, because, um, you know, I'm big into battle rap, too. I love battle rap. And um, I'm, I'm happy that they're kind of like, you know, there's people in the room type thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I can't wait until it's back to, you know, the way it, it's supposed oh, yeah. to be with, you know, fans, they're going nuts and all For that sure. stuff. I can't, I can't wait to get and back to that. I'll say this too. Big shout out to URL, um, the whole staff and whatnot too, for keeping us entertained during all this stuff. While this stuff's going on, they found a way nice. to make it happen. And they're doing it the right way, the safe way, making everybody test before the battles and keeping the room clear. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. If you're in that room, you had, you've, you've been tested. You know what I'm saying? They're not taking it yeah. as a joke. They're not taking this COVID thing as a joke. So shout the URL for that too. Yeah, that's that's dope too. And you you know, kind of like the the same way. Like I was, I've I've been into battle rap, but it's like over this past since COVID started, mm -hmm. that's what really got me more involved in it. Then I start seeing all these guys. I'm like, oh snap! Like mm -hmm. you know, Geechee Gotties, and oh, then yeah. I'm going backtracking everything he did. It's oh, like yeah. it, it's crazy. So I'm like, you know. It was. It, I think pa the pandemic like helped out URL because it really all did, man. Came back. Yeah. For a, another reason is because you're getting to see a lot of people on that stage that you wouldn't normally see, like the the Ultimate Madness tournaments and whatnot. 
that created so many new yeah. stars with Kid Chaos and Lou Castro and Jada yep. Nightwing. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Um, and now look, we just seen, in my opinion, we just seen JB twerk. But you get this, gotcha. you wouldn't have seen that matchup before if it wasn't for COVID, honestly. If it wasn't for true. them having to, yeah, to reevaluate true. what they're doing and do that ultimate madness tournament again, we probably wouldn't have seen these people. You know what I mean? Yeah. So for, you know, you just said, uh, you know, you thought J uh, B twerk. Uh, that was volume seven, which just happened mm-hmm. uh, a couple yes, weeks sir. ago. Now, I think we're at, um, you know, that was, that was a pretty solid event. I, I enjoyed mm-hmm. that, you know, that event from top to bottom. Um, you know, we get, we can start, we can talk about that one. Me, I'm, I'll tell you right now, mm-hmm. I'm always hard on twerk because I'm mm-hmm. from Jersey. Okay. He's from Jersey and I expect so much better from him. Oh and yeah, I, and feel that's you. Like, I know. I know he could be great, and sometimes I know, like he's he's underprepared or whatever you want to mm. call it, and it, it always makes me so mad. Nothing a dude from Jersey hates to hear <laughs> is a rapper from Jersey say Jersey. <laughs> <to> <laughs> <end> <laughs> that's what we oh, hate most, bro. So they be pissing us off when it happens. But you know, I'll, I'll tell you what. I kind of I I feel like I edged it two one to to Jay as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, like said, what was it, it that made you uh, give it to Jay? I feel like it wasn't a clean win either. I feel like it was an edge. I, um, I edged yeah. the first round to to Jay. I gave the second round mm-hmm. to Twerk, and then obviously Twerk didn't have a full third round, so we're giving that to Jay. Um, yeah. Twerk was fire. Don't get me wrong. His first and second was crazy. But yeah. he, was, he was a lot of filler in it, too. The punches hit hard, but a lot, it was a lot of filler and a lot of setups. Like the 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 PEMDAS bar. Please excuse my dear Aunt Sally to order opera. Ah, oh, word, word. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. wrote that down, my boy. <laughs> but <laughs> but nah, Jay was just saying like a lot of his stuff was real intricate. You know, saying so like yeah. even even your enemies are trash. Shit like that. I was like, yeah. oh my god, this dude is just insane yeah. with it. Um, but yeah, I just felt like Jay had more, and Jay was more prepared, obviously, for this battle than Twerk was. But it was so good to see Twerk back in that ring and doing classic Facts. Twerk shit. You know, Facts. I like the fact that angle with Jay had about you know we want that old Twerk back. You know, so we want the, we want the purse snatcher back. <laughs> we, yeah, you know that that was fire. I feel like he was talking to him like he was really talking to him like you know get back in your bag Twerk. Stop stop with the dumb shit. Get back in your bag. But um, yeah, no, nah, yeah. I feel him on that, man. Because you know, so a, a lot of times I'm like, I I, I like twerk, and uh, you know, I'm like, yo, this guy when he like gets focused and he lasers in, like his pen is like amazing, it's incredible. It's amazing. It's incredible. And then mm-hmm. sometimes, sometimes I feel like he's so good that he thinks he can like, he doesn't really have to fully go in because he's so good. He's like. I'm gonna be straight anyway. Like I, I, yeah. I'm good, and, and I, I, I get like, that yo, vibe. Come on, just prepare. I get that vibe. It's like I'm twerk. I ain't got to give my all. You know, I do get that vibe yeah. sometimes. But no, we we need it. We need a hundred percent from twerk. We need it for sure. Yeah, for sure. What um uh did you get to catch um DNA the new DNA the against new DNA? I? Did you get to see that? You know, I actually just watched that one a couple of days ago. Um, like. Yesterday, actually, yesterday morning, I was watching them while I was at work. Um, Av was great that battle, but DNA was just what, what is he? He was upstairs. <laughs> DNA yeah, was was exactly. was up here for that battle for sure. Um, that second and third from DNA was just incredible. It was, it was just greatly crafted rounds, man. And Av really, Av got emotional that third. We 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 seen it. Yeah, Av got emotional. Yeah, and that right there was like, all right, DNA won. <laughs> I'll give Av nice. the first round. I, I say Av edged the first round, but the last two DNA left Earth, and then what well, nothing Av could do with it, man. Shout out to yeah, Av. Yeah, DNA was DNA was going in for sure. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'll, I'll ask you something because I feel like uh, you know ever since you know battle rap has kind of changed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just like we said with the pandemic, it's forced you know uh, smaller room battles and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. you know, I feel like in the smaller rooms, you you kind of like you gotta you gotta, your pen has to be more, you know, has elevated than it normally is. And I, I don't want to say people like Tay Rock are suffering, but mm. I think we could see like, and uh, you know, when he battled Mook, it was like the gun bars really aren't going to do mm-hmm. it. You got to come with something more than that. But you exactly. see DNA, he, he, he changed his whole style now. Whole style. And he's not talking about the guns or nothing, none mm-hmm. of that. 
um, do you do you think this DNA could have been successful if this was two years ago? You think he would have been able to survive the way he's rapping now? I don't think so. Be quite honest with you. The reason reason being is again the pandemic changed battle rap so much. People with the pins like Kid Chaos or Real Sick or B Dot, they and Chilla, they can thrive in this era because. You don't have to stop every two bars for you know for the crowd response and whatnot. People like like twerk and a few other people. You can tell they miss the crowds because it's like they wait for a reaction. You know, True. if Jay, I feel like if Jay and twerk would have uh, did like Rock and Verb did and battle with nobody else in the room, uh-huh. I don't think it would have been a question that it was J two one because the gas station was True. open during that battle. Let's let's, let's be real about it. <laughs> it's always open. It's, it's all. Always over. <laughs> but, so, yeah, um, so you think um uh, you 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 think you think um we gonna see DNA taking on Lux? You think that's what everybody loves to, to challenge Lux? Uh, it's like, I, I mean, I get like, it. Yo, you next Lux? I want you. Cause to to blend the whole battle rap and wrestling thing, that's like challenging Undertaker at WrestleMania. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's it's Lux. Lux is is that guy in battle rap. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. They feel like yeah. if I can get in the ring and spar with God, so to speak, you know, that'll step their game up if they win or lose. True. You know what I'm saying? I feel like the only yeah. person that that really didn't benefit from a Lux battle is Surf. Because Surf just, just True. it seemed like he didn't care about that battle, to be honest with you. So, and it, it, everybody looked at him like, come on, Surf. We waited eight months for this, and this is what we got from you. But, um, it seemed like yeah. everybody else that battled Lux is like like elevated a bit. You know what I'm saying? Verb. Verb elevated a lot after yeah. that Lux battle, even though I feel like he lost. You know what I mean? But now Verb's Facts. on him. Facts. We'll yeah, talk about that in a minute, though. <laughs> Verb, <laughs> I, I feel like Verb uh, is on a decline, but we, we'll talk about that. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so what about, uh, did you get to see uh, uh, Shine and uh, Chilla? Yeah, I did get to see that. And Chilla deserves champion of the year. He just he deserved that champion title. Champion of the year, yeah. Um because yeah, K Shine obviously Chilla. Uh-huh. No, you good. Yeah, it's, it's basically I felt like kind of like this match, you know, because I felt like Shine was was killing it up until this match. And mm-hmm. I felt like kind of this was like the champion of the year matchup. You Facts. know what I mean? Facts. That's what I thought, in my opinion, mm-hmm. at least. And it's like I I felt like I'll be honest. I'll tell you. I think Chiller won three zero. That's what I thought. Yeah, for you sure. I mean? that's, that's what I got. I got an easy, uh, an easy thirty for for Chiller for sure. Um, like you said, I feel like Sean was definitely on a kill streak. Sean has has like bodied everybody in front of him for the last few months, and that's that's mm-hmm. impressive as hell. But Chiller was just <laughs> with that whole rebuttal about getting comfortable wearing a wire and all that. Like, come mm-hmm. on, man, that was yeah. next level shit right there. That was wild. Yeah. But you um, see, and you mm-hmm. see, I, I I I like I like Shine, right? I like him. Mm-hmm. He, sure. He's one of my my favorite battle rappers like of all time. Yeah. And but I know with Shine, I have to listen to him differently because I know they love to guys Shine too. For sure. They will for sure all the time. So mm-hmm. I know I gotta I can't take every ooh ah, ah you know for credit. You gotta listen to it differently. And I think uh-huh. that was happening during that battle too. But it was like I was really hearing Chilla, and I was like, "Yo, nah, Chilla is no touching him right now." And I'll say this: um, if you look at Sean' performance at Volume Six versus Pat Stay, Pat Stay wasn't prepared uh-huh. clearly, and I feel yeah. like Sean Sean skated past that battle because he he wasn't really that impressive in that battle either, honestly. True. If, I feel like True. if Pat Stay would have came prepared, Sean could have lost that battle. But with True. that performance he gave versus Pat Stay. Then holiday they are gonna say he versus Chilla next. I called it Chilla immediately because I knew what it was gonna be. Yeah, you know, Sean needed some time off. Sean needs a couple a couple events off to to get back to that Sean. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, that that's definitely a fact. Um, you know what about uh you know Arsenal and Danny Myers? I expected that to be mm. super aggressive. <laughs> I, I did like, too. But I, I did I, too. I, I tell you, I. I had I had Danny winning it two one. I know people yeah. hate Danny. I don't understand why people hate Danny, but I had Danny <laughs> winning two one on that one. You know what? I I I called it when going into it. I said it was gonna be Arsenal two one because Danny I feel like takes too many battles. 
And I was yeah. like, there's no way coming after it's three battles in less than two months on major platforms. Yeah. I was like, there's no way yeah. he can he can pull this off against Arsenal because Arsenal has been wild in his last couple battles too. Him versus mm-hmm. official was an Arsenal I ain't seen in a long time. <laughs> in a long True. time. Yep. And then he smoked Jerry West. He he 30 Jerry West easily. He he showed Facts. him his levels to it. So I was going into this Danny battle. I was like, yeah, Arsenal finna cook. That ain't how it worked out though. <laughs> that, ain't, yeah. that ain't how it turned out. Danny came in and showed him proved why he he needs to be in that conversation. He needs to be in that conversation. He earned it. He really did. He he does, man. And I'll say, yo, Danny, I think he's one of the, you know, the most intricate like spinners, but mm-hmm. I think that I don't know. There's like this internal hate for Danny Myers. It is, man. It's insane to me. I don't I really don't <laughs> understand it. I, I I get maybe the oversaturation part, because maybe we don't want to see him every single event because it takes away the what's the word? Uh, I can't think of the word for it, but it takes away the it takes away the feeling, I guess, of seeing like it's a special it's a appearance. Appeal. Yeah, it takes away the appeal. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. But I, yeah, I ran I into uh, Danny Myers at Van Legacy 3 when he battled O-Red. Um, uh-huh. And the way, just watching him listen, watching, like, watching him watch the other battles and whatnot, like, he's invested into battle rap, period. Like, he loves this this, this sport. You know what I'm saying? And he has a passion for it. And that's, as I get, that's why he takes these battles and challenges himself to craft these type of rounds in two weeks prep. You know what I mean? Somebody yeah. like Donnie Myers, I feel like didn't need to be. Well, it's twenty five grand on the line. Maybe he didn't need to be, but he didn't need to be an ultimate madness. I feel like I, I, that's that's almost the equivalent of somebody like like Rum Nitty being in, in ultimate madness. I feel like, in my opinion, yeah, yeah, no, true, true. I feel you. Um, yeah. what, so you said, I know you said you said Verb was going on a decline. Man, uh, you know he took <laughs> he took on Tay Rock. So I'm assuming I'm assuming you had Rock winning this this battle. Uh, you know what? what? What's going on with with Verb? I'm gonna give I'm gonna I give it to Rock, but honestly, that battle was the worst battle of the night, in my opinion. It just wasn't. Everybody else came with that shit, bro. Like like like, but this was just like Tavark versus A. It, it, on paper, it sounds incredible, but the battle itself was just yeah. like shit we've seen before. You know, and True. it it just wasn't that good to me. But yeah, Verb just be saying a bunch of nothing these days man you know honestly <laughs> to me i am a rooster uh call it call lux a kumquat like come on man what are you talking yeah. about right? you're just trying to fit yeah. as many rhyming words you can in there and not really saying nothing and then True. rock is just i'm gonna shoot you i'm gonna shoot you i'm gonna shoot you like c- can we give something something else can we do something else yeah. and rock yeah. challenge official for this kings of queens queens versus queens too you know rock got official for that um he challenged an official to a round with zero gun bars. And I want to see that from Rock. I'm excited yeah. to see what he's going to do with that. Because I know he can. I know he can do this shit without gun bars and without, you know, drugs and shooting every single round. But I want to see what he's going to do with it. Because I know he can do it and I know it's going to be good. So I'm excited for that battle. Yeah. No, nah, I feel I feel like, uh, you know, battle rap is kind of taking a turn. It's like, because it's like, you know, the gun bars is like we know is entertainment, mm-hmm. and I think it's more of the level now that people are like they're looking for realism. So it's like, bro, like DNA is like, bro, we 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 none of us thought DNA was shooting anybody, nobody, you know, what I mean? not a soul. <laughs> so now it's like, now it's like when you say, oh, I'm doing this, I'm gonna shoot you in the head, and this, everybody's like, bro, we know that that's not realistic. There's some people mm-hmm. that can get away with it, like you know. Uh, you know, Geechee kind of built that aura mm-hmm. around him, like, yo, he's a real dude. Fact. But I think also, I think also at the same time, I think it's hurting people like Geechee too, because now people are starting to listen, and then their opponents are playing in on that, like, bro, mm-hmm. you don't even do this stuff, and you're rapping about it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think, uh, you know, rap is going to have to change in general, man. You know, and the thing about it is, okay, everybody does gun bars, obviously, but what can you do to make it different? Like Chilla does gun bars. I don't see Chilla out here shooting nobody up and nothing like that. But the way he says that shit is just so entertaining. You know, it's so different the way everybody else says it. It makes it good. You know, I can just saying, you know, I put two in your head. Every other bar is like, all right, what else? What else you going to do? How you going to put two in my head? Tell me, explain it to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You- you know, it's some some uh somebody like um uh, like Geechee too. I feel like he's kind of I feel like Geechee Rum and Danny. Mm-hmm. 
Dumb three, I feel like they need to take time off. I feel like they're taking too many battles, and they're too good of rappers to just be taking battles all the time. I, I feel agree. like they need to, you know, build build up their, you know, their stock and stuff like that. For sure. Um, For sure. Besides them, you think you think there's anybody else out there that kind of like needs to take time off or people we need to see more of? Mm, I would like to see more Lou Castro. For sure. True. Like that's like that's the I main like person I'd like to see more of in, in, in that ring. Um real sick is fire. Him and Chilla was a classic in my opinion. Um, yeah, that was dope. And for that that conversation to be had with so who just won champion of the year and you put on a classic with him, he needs to elevate, you know, he should be elevated. Um yeah. T Top is probably one of my favorites right now. I don't think he needs a break. I I want to see him against you know more you know bigger b- bigger names and whatnot too um okay. uh who else do i want to see less of honestly right now i want to see um we're not getting him every single event but i do want to see less of charlie clips because <laughs> i love <laughs> clips i love clips don't get me wrong um i love clips but his last couple battles haven't been been it for me and it's it's clear. It's just like wilding out, wilding out, soft air. Let me go get this smack bag real quick, <laughs> you know, so I yeah. can keep the lights on and whatnot. But I don't want that. If you're gonna come back, come back how you're supposed to come back. You know what I mean? Don't See, don't man, come half ass In clips too, yeah, exactly. That's what uh, I was gonna say. He he just show up, man. He'll have one round and he'll freestyle the other two. Exactly. Like, like, come on, man. Come on, clips, man. We know you can do better than that. Give um, them people their money's worth. Facts, facts. Uh, what you what you think about um, uh, conceded and him coming back and you know who he should take on? You know what? Um, we I was talking about this with a homie the other day, man. Um, I would I do want to see conceded versus Rum. I do want to see that battle because I feel like that it would just be that that's that's one of the battles I would like to see with a crowd though because the crowd that battle would be two hours long because the crowd reaction. I feel like, <laughs> facts, facts. but um. You know, it's is again. It's a situation where it's like, but don't come back just because you need a check go while I'm out off the air. Which yeah. I know Conceited got other adventures and TV shows and stuff going on. So I'm, I mean, I know he don't need to. You know, I'm not pocket watching nothing like that. But yeah, yeah. if you're gonna come back, give it a hundred percent. Don't don't cheat the fans. Don't cheat Smack and Bees or, or Caffeine or whoever. Come back at your hundred percent. Don't don't just show up for a bag. Yeah, facts. Um, you think that Conceited that we know because we we don't know conceited mm-hmm. has you know changed his style or evolved True. to a different type of style do you think that conceited we know can survive in battle rap today not with some of these people we got now because honestly yeah. i could see somebody like again somebody like kid chaos washing conceited i could see it in this era in this this setting we in right now i could really see that you know it's hard to keep up with some some niggas giving you you know what I'm saying? Punch at the punch at the punch at the haymaker at the haymaker to, you know, set up, set up, punch, set up, set up, punch. You know what I mean? So I, I, it's going to be tough for him to survive. I feel like he's going to have to change his style up in this area. If he doesn't, he might see a, see a long day when he step back on that stage. He might, man. I, I, I'll tell you what, though, man, I, I, I can't wait to hear him back out there and Sure. You drop a verse and then slow it down. Slow I just down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Those, oh, those my are goodness. like the most mind-blowing things. I'm like listening to him the friend. I'm like, yo. Uh-huh. Right. And then he like slow it down. Then he say it again. I'm like, what the fuck? That's like, crazy, how man. Come up with that, man. And just p- stuff like that, stuff like some of the stuff from Nitty be saying, the sou- souvenirs and shit like that. It's like, how do you yeah. think of this, bro? <laughs> like That's what crazy. what in the hell? What possesses you to come up with this in your mind to write it down in rhyme format at that? Come on, man. Crazy. So I'll ask you, I'll I'll, I'll ask you this about uh wrestling too. Well, mm-hmm. I actually a double question right now. So mm-hmm. in wrestling and in battle rap, let's say if you could change anything that you don't like about it, what would be the things that you would change in, in both uh realms? Um Let's see, what would I change in wrestling? I would love to change the whole list of things. There really is. But I would like to change the the narrative as far as competition goes. And I wish you could see stuff like AEW and WWE doing cross-branded pay-per-views and whatnot. I would love that, man. See, 
finally see like Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks versus New Day or something like that. You know what I mean? Um, True. To see John Moxley versus Roman Reigns, their heel Roman Reigns, you know, something like that. That would yeah. be dope. I would love that. I would love that uh, that cross branded stuff to, to go down. That would be fire. Um, as far as battle rap, I just I just want to stop seeing the same people over and over. Because same thing with WWE, it's a lot of new guys that deserve these shots and show that they been they deserve these shots and putting up them numbers on the app and whatnot that I feel like could get more plates. Um, Riggs, yeah. one of them. Riggs is incredible. He is fire. He's undefeated yep. on the app, if I'm not mistaken. Give him more plates. You know, he just beat JC. Mm-hmm. To me, in my opinion, he beat the app says too. Yeah. He beat JC. And JC's a yeah, big name did. in battle rap. You know, nice. um, again, Luke Castro had, he lost Ultimate Madness one, but he had great performances each round in, in Ultimate Madness. So we should see more of him. Drugs is dope. I'm like, I'm happy to see him getting more shots. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's pretty much it. And I something they started on the app too that I'd like to see more of, the URL app. Um, the, it's not called Chronicle. What is it called? Levels. Levels. Yeah. Where they follow them around and give you an insight on who they are, you know, instead of just oh, seeing the, them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those, those type of things are dope because people, and the funny thing about Battle Rap and seeing it because again i'm a promoter i do shows i do concerts and i i I see things from no those eyes most of the time at most events i'm looking at ways how these people can cash out (laughs) basically um Mm -hmm. these battle rappers don't really understand how big they are and how how much weight their names carry um twerk for for example you know, you're getting cosigns from Chris Brown and Drake, and Drake is donating money to your, your you know, your GoFundMe to help you see you get better and whatnot. Use that. Mm-hmm. If you drop the project, you know, you should have, you know, you got to market that shit. Instead of just dropping projects and say, hey, go listen to my shit, you got to market and brand all that. You got to market and brand yourself. You know what I'm saying? You could be yeah. seen as a megastar, not just in battle rap, but like in, in the music industry in general with the proper marketing and promotion. And with you with them having them co-signs with somebody like Chris Brown or Drake, you could really go to he could really go to the moon with it, man. But they just walk around the events, you know, smoking and eating chicken wings and hanging out, just you know, not acting like who they are. You know, I, I can't explain what I'm saying right now, but you know, you walk outside, you walk outside. I walked outside with them one um went outside to smoke and whatnot, and a fan just come running up, like, yo, you know who you are. Yo, you are twerk. You, yeah. your, you know, that type of shit. And it's like, bro, like, I'm looking like, yo, capitalize on that shit. That's how a lot of people view you around the world. You know what I'm saying? But I would like to see them take stuff serious outside of battle rap, work on their music career. A lot of their music ain't mixed mastered properly. <laughs> Go do that. Mm-hmm. Go get that done. Um, same thing with Tay Rock. Cover art be kind of, yeah. Go get some professional cover art. Stop getting your homie run around the block to do it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Take take it seriously. Right. I would love to see them take that shit seriously. That's, that's- yeah, no, I, I I know exactly. I know exactly what you mean too. Yeah, and you know, you kind of you could get that vibe too. It's like mm-hmm. you know, you see like they got all these fans, and you mm-hmm. see the Instagram, you know, three hundred thousand followers, and this Facts. and that. And then uh, same way, it's kind of like what you said. Like you see the the products or the things they're doing, and you're like, bro. Like you can do way better than that. Like Thanks. you're like you you are a big name. Like you can do really? way better. And you know somebody somebody that that I kind of I like that's kind of like like doing what you say. I I like Surf. I think Surf mm-hmm. does a lot. Yes, of good Surf stuff. is great at marketing um, himself for sure. He's he's great at that. And um, I like uh, I like what Geechee's doing too. I, mm-hmm. I, he has the podcast going yep. on on YouTube, which I actually enjoy watching. It's actually good for production. Sure. It's a good show. Um, and, in the clothing and stuff like that. So I, I like when dudes are doing stuff like that. Arsenal mm-hmm. is another one too as well. So mm-hmm. I'm like another, like these guys got to like, you know, got to see like, yeah, battle rap is dope, but there's like so much more you could do exactly. beyond it. And you could be killing, set yourself up for life, man. Bro, the same way with like The Rock joining WWE and using it to kickstart his movie career. That's, same yeah, as Batista. That's like yeah. it's great to start up, like show love to where you are from, what you are doing, where you at, but use that. Use that to move, you know, forward. Keep progressing. You can come back and do a battle here and there, just like Hitman and Clips and Wilding Out and all that stuff. Do a battle from time to time. Show love from where you come from. Never forget where you came from. But it's okay to go do other stuff. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. You know, you talked about, um, you know, kind of like cross-branding mm-hmm. between like, uh, you know, wrestling companies and stuff like that. You know, one thing I never, I never really understood is that um, I know a lot of these guys besides WWE, a lot of these other mm-hmm. guys actually do try to work with each other. Um, but with these guys, it's like they're signed to contracts and they're not technically employees. So I never understand yeah. how they, you know, they do these contracts. It's like they're only working for this and they can't do anything. It's like, it's basically like a glorified independent wrestling. Yeah. Except for you and- guaranteeing like, hey, I'm going to give you money every week you're mm-hmm. getting a check. But it's like, I'm not providing you health insurance. I'm not That's giving you a 401k. That's that, really that wild. That just sounds great. And then you're going to tell me I can't do Cameo. I can't do Twitch. I that can't was do really crazy. get more money. Um, <laughs> you know, and I feel, because AJ Styles, he literally just shut his down, like, recently. Like, last week, I want to say, because he was, you know, fighting the machine, fighting the system or whatever. But I feel like, again, you're an independent contractor. Technically, I just work for you on my own time technically by my by you know contract standards or whatever so how are you going to tell me what i do in my own time yeah you know, exactly i felt like that was wrong and it's just vince wanting to capitalize off you know his i guess i get it because you signed this contract so your name technically belongs to me so you uh-huh. can't do this under that name but why can't he go by his real name when he does it he won't let him do it True. at all and that's wild to me that's wild yeah that that is pretty crazy and some of them dudes is like AJ Styles was AJ Styles before he came to WWE. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's it's like, no, it's no, it's like people knew who he was. So it ain't like, all right, WWE probably elevated him, but it's like, this is my name. What do you mean? Exactly. (laughs) It's it's crazy. But like, like them firing uh, Zelina Vega. I get that because like, she was like, oh, you want me to stop my Twitch? I'm going to make an OnlyFans. It's like, oh, you want to be petty? (laughs) I'm all like, stay safe. Yeah. Yeah. But, (laughs) But, it's I crazy, guess, man. That's that's one thing I think they got to change for sure, man. Yeah, because, I mean, again, that whole independent contractor thing is is bullshit just so they don't have to give them health insurance and coverage and, and stuff. I feel like that's messed up. Yeah, that's that's wild. What about um, how do you feel about uh, black representation in wrestling nowadays? Um, I feel like it took way too long to get there. But I feel like it, it started turning around after Kofi. After after Kofi winning that title at WrestleMania, it, it started turning around a bit. Um, a lot of the time, I feel like it's, it's patronizing because they wait until Black History Month to do certain things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, yeah. you know, you can do this in a in a in an April. You don't have to. <laughs> you don't necessarily have to set up all the the big Black people the you know pushes in Black History Month. You know um yeah but yeah people like keith lee again like and the screen bright as hell <laughs> but yeah people like keith lee and i'm happy to see him you know thriving it well was thriving in his era um bianca belair the street prophets again a new day people like that they're they're yeah. champions they walk around with these titles on bobby lashley's the united states champion so it is great representation in WWE for black people right now, but I feel like it took too, it, it feels patronizing sometimes. It took too much to happen in the world for them to see black people as champions, I feel like. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I feel like the whole, um, you know, the George Floyd situation kind of mm-hmm. like sparked, you know, all of this. And then, you know, them finally allowing like uh, wrestlers to speak out on, you know, these social issues and stuff like that. And um, the same thing, that, that that's the same thing. I kind of, I feel the same way when it comes to, uh, you know, Black History Month. Mm-hmm. It, it's like, it's cool, but at the same time, I hate when it's like you see some shows or whatever, not like representing or supporting like uh, Black wrestlers throughout the year. Then, oh, February comes, and then mm-hmm. every day they're posting a picture of a Black exactly. wrestler and this and that. It's like it's unnecessary, it's like, on, man. man. We deserve that same treatment year round, man. Not not just for 28 days of the year. Of 365 yeah. days, you're gonna give us 28 to show us love. Come on, man. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Facts, right? Facts. Um, you know, so, something else you do, uh, you you were talking about the game, and uh, and mm-hmm. I know you're a content creator for uh, Eastern Media uh, yep. GG as well. Um, mm-hmm. kind of uh, tell us about that and kind of tell us how you you know got into the, the gaming. Man, um so I, I, I've been a gamer like my entire life anyway. Started old school Mario Brothers days. I just was fascinated by it. Like I'm using this controller to control stuff on this screen. Like it, it was always mind blowing to me. And 
just I've always been a tech savvy person anyway, but um yeah, I'm I, I'm hooked on Call of Duty. I'm a first person shooter fanatic, but Call of Duty specifically. Yeah. And I literally put hours in it and I was like, you know what? Why not start streaming? Like all I gotta do is hit record or just hit a button and you know the gameplay I'm playing, I could possibly make some money from it in the future. Yeah. And so I, that's why I started streaming. It's like again, another avenue for income during this whole COVID era, another opportunity for me to potentially work for myself, doing something I want to do. You know what I mean? Um, but as far as Eastern media goes, so my buddy, uh, his name's Zim, uh, Steven Zimmer. He's from around my way from here in New Bern. And um, he's had Eastern media for years. He's ride dirt bikes back in the day and whatnot. And Eastern media used to be a website that he dedicated to following dirt bike events around Eastern North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And, um, then it transitioned to music because me and him started working together on a lot of stuff. So he started helping manage artists with me and whatnot. And it's like, he couldn't quite find his lane a whole lot. He didn't know exactly what he wanted to do, but he liked the Eastern media name. So he got into streaming and content creating and whatnot. And he used the Eastern media brand for that. And it blew up. Like it, nice. it actually blew up. He ended up meeting with a bunch of investors out in LA and it, it really blew up after that. And, and it wasn't no like, Again, me and Zim, dude, he helped me drive to Pennsylvania to go pick up my daughter when my car broke down when I wanted to go get my daughter. So he's like a brother forever yeah. to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, and I appreciate him for not, not like making it easy on me to get into Eastern media. He didn't just say, oh, you my boy, come up, come pull up. Dude, I had to go through the application process, the interview process, the screenings, all that stuff. Like he runs a legit business over there. And I told him like, just because I'm your boy, don't make it easy on me. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, he saw a couple of my streams. They they seen some of the clips I make from some of the gaming I do and whatnot. And he's like, yeah, let's let's do this. You know, I want to bring you on. So yeah, I haven't been streaming lately. I've been working, again, working on the Make Ways relaunch and whatnot. But um, actually, I was talking with a couple of friends and whatnot. We're, we're going to work on this little stream team together. Hopefully by March, we'll be able to start that up and have like a stream schedule every week. Again, like I said, I put an hour or two of Call of Duty in per day. It's my stress relief. It's how I wind down from work and, and, and whatnot. I can't go around shooting people in real life, so I do it in video games. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my stress relief. My wife get on my nerves. I come right in here and jump on Call of Duty, bro. <laughs> but I was like, if I'm putting an hour or two in per day, just doing nothing, why not just hit record and let other people watch me play it? I feel like I'm somewhat of an entertaining guy. I'm a personality or whatever. People tune True. in, they watch it. And the crazy thing is, my first stream, somebody donated eleven dollars, and I'm like, yo, somebody just paid me to do some shit I do for free, <laughs> like, like yeah. I, I, it is for free, and you gave me money to because I'm doing it. I'm gonna keep doing this. <laughs> yeah, why not, man? No, nah, that's 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 yeah. dope, man. I I, I like that, man. I, you know, looking mm-hmm. at different avenues, and you know, oh, yeah. you're not lim- limiting yourself to, you know, just one one you know street to go down, and uh. Oh, yeah. I try to do the same thing. It's it's very uh tiring. You, it is. <laughs> you don't it get is. a lot of sleep, but hey, at the mm-hmm. end, it's gonna pay off for us, right? No, it's. I, I got to the point where, again, it's like I'm giving anywhere from eight to twelve hours a day to this this retailer and this nine to five. I need to give myself yeah. that same time for what I want to do, you know. So I can. I, I'm at a point where I want to make money and make a living off of what I like, what I like doing instead of what yeah. I have to do. You know what I mean? So that's why I said I'm, I'm going back to DJing full time, going back to doing shows full time. I'm stream, going to be streaming full time. It's just, I said, just doing what I want to do, the stuff I like doing music, video games, wrestling. Funny thing is, speaking of, of getting into wrestling, uh, there's a local wrestling organization, Shockwave, uh, out here in uh, Eastern North Carolina. And I've been reaching out to them. I told them I want to make an appearance to do some type of management role for a short period of time nice. or something. I just want in. I like I said, I'm a fan of wrestling. I want to be involved with it. The Facts, same way, not, I feel the same you. way. I'm a fan of video games. So let me let me stream. Let me do it. Try to video game professionally for a little while. I'm a fan of DJing and music. So let me get out here back in these clubs and do what I'm doing to to you know pay my bills. So yeah, Definitely, that's man. where I'm at with it. Appreciate that, yeah, mm-hmm. Danny, man. Yo, I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate you. I taking appreciate out this you time. having me, man. For real, for yeah, real. Yeah, of course, of course, man. This this is a great episode, man. Very insightful, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, you got very uh, good opinions when it comes to you know all these different areas we talked about appreciate today. That. 
Um, if there's if fans want to connect with you, follow you, follow mm-hmm. uh, Make Waves Entertainment, all of that, uh, how would they be able to do that? Um, you can hit me personally on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, everything, Xbox Live, all that is at I'm Danny Ocean. The letter I, the letter M, Danny Ocean, just like the water. Um, follow the brand at Make Waves ENT on uh, Instagram at Make Waves NC on Twitter. Um, like I said, if you're in the Eastern North Carolina area, which we're working on something to branch out a bit further uh, up north and out west. Um, but uh, if you're in the East North Carolina area, just stay tuned. We got a lot of shows and, and stuff coming up that uh, you'll be hearing a lot about here soon. Um, yeah, just just please fuck with the movement, man. Make waves of drown. That's what it is, yes, man. man. And Derek, man, I've been following you. I remember I, I scrolled past and I seen, uh, I saw it was a picture. I can't remember what it was. It was a picture for some wrestling match. It was in the Explore page, actually. Uh-huh. And I, I was like, yo. And I clicked it by accident, actually. But then I saw Rap and Wrestle and I was like, hey, it's, that's two things I like. <laughs> rap yeah. and Wrestling. So yeah. I clicked it and I seen it. And I like followed you immediately. I was like, yeah, this is my type of page right here, man. Mm-hmm. So please keep doing what you're doing, man. I'm always on your IG, just scrolling and looking through everything, man. You post a lot of knowledge, a lot of facts, and, and a lot of praise for both rap and wrestling. So keep doing Thanks. what you're doing too, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate that, man. Definitely appreciate that. Um, you know, you guys make sure you check out everything Danny's doing. Make sure you're following him and, you know, definitely be a part of the movement. Like you said, um, you could definitely check out Rap and Wrestle, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Once again, at Rap and Wrestle. Make sure you subscribe, like, retweet, all that good stuff. Uh, check us out on YouTube, on Apple Podcasts, anywhere you get all your streaming needs. And for this episode, It's Derek, it's DJ Danny Ocean, and we are out. Mm